It's the Blair Witch Project Rapture Edition. We watch the remaining. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? Fabulous. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I, I'm so tired. Can I just be honest? Yes. I am so tired. You've done a lot uh, of driving. It's been, it's just been one of those weeks. Yeah. Can I just tell you my not for me right now? Sure, go ahead. Well, and, and we'll just, we'll just do it now. My not for me is um, the fact that my job requires me to drop everything at a moment's notice and like drive somewhere. Right. And so you're the fixer. I, you're a fixer. I'm, I am a fixer. I, uh, I, for some reason, um, God has cursed me with critical thinking and <laughs> Uh, he didn't give it to everybody. He definitely didn't, but uh, I appreciate the fact that he did give it to me. My team is really good. Everybody's really, I mean, but sometimes, uh, clients have some difficulty with, with, with things and it just, it just happens. Right. And so sometimes you need a guy showing up in a suit and that's, that's who I end up being, which is weird because I never wear suits. (laughs) Um, it's kind of strange. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it is really weird. Um, I, I think that uh, my favorite thing is when people go, uh, like they see me in work clothes and they're like from church and they're mm-hmm. like, what, are, is everything okay? Like they think I'm just going to a funeral. Cause right. you know. Well, yeah. Why else would you wear a suit? Yeah. Cause Except. typically I wear, uh, you know, like jogging pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> Cause yeah. Except yeah. for on Sundays, then you wear jeans and a t-shirt. Jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> Maybe a blazer. Maybe a blazer on top of a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> yeah. And some funky socks. I mean, that's always funky socks. Always. My uh, my sock drawer is uh, is aggressively colorful. Like it's <laughs> it it's bad. And everyone is shocked. By no, this. no, you shouldn't be. But I've been doing the the funky sock thing for almost twenty years mm-hmm. before it was cool. Do you remember uh, toe socks? Did you ever wear toe? That socks? That was my first pair of weird socks. Yeah, for sure. I love to. I used to have. So many pairs toe of toe socks. Toe socks are the best. Uh, yeah. They were, uh, I think they were Julie's toe socks. I was like, I'm going to try those on. And I was like, oh, I love these. But they were like striped. Because that was when like girls could have weird socks, like colorful uh-huh. socks. But guys couldn't. And then I was like, why can't I? And then so I went with toe socks. And ah. <laughs> that aggressively country right I then. I, like I'm from Savannah. <laughs> why can't I? <laughs> I say, I say, I say. Stop it. So, uh, my, actually, my favorite pair of running socks, they actually are toe socks. They, uh, uh, they Note for the audio, we keep doing our fingers. <laughs> like we're playing a piano riff. That's what we but keep we're doing. We're just doing it. It's toes. Yeah, That's for toes. For our toe socks. Um, yeah, my favorite pair of socks uh, for running is toe socks. It keeps me the blisters from off of there. So, welcome to Blister Talk with, uh, with Seth and Andrea. It's weird. Yeah. So, you wear them inside the tennis shoes? Yeah. Oh yeah, that way. I feel like that would that like makes my feet feel weird thinking um, about it. Uh, well, stop thinking about it then. <laughs> well, we're talking about it. So oh, okay, I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair my enough. apologies for thinking about what we're talking about. My, my issue was uh, in my second marathon, I got uh, a lot of blisters in weird places that I'd never gotten them before uh, on my feet. On my feet. <laughs> let me let me narrow Clarify. down. Clarify. Clarify. Lower sixth. <laughs> the lower sixth of my body. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost too specific i don't like it so um 
So, so oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, what can I do about these weird things? And that uh-huh. was because I walked it and sent her in it. So my, my feet just weren't used to that motion for, for that long. And so, um, and so I got these weird blisters and so I was like, what can I do? And it's these weird toe socks. So when I do longer distances, I mm-hmm. wear the toe socks so that my toes don't rub and like get blisters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You know what I spend the most money on running is socks. Isn't that weird? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the shoes are always, you know, 120 yeah. bucks, but like like each pair of socks is like 15, 20 bucks for a do pair you, of socks. Do you change your socks? Like if you run a marathon, uh, in case anyone's wondering, I've never yep. run a marathon. Um, <clears throat> do you change your socks? Like or, during the uh-huh, race? During the uh, race? I never, I never have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do know people who will wear double socks. Um, mm. I should have in the... Uh, I should have for the Disney marathon because it was so humid Yeah, where it was uh, all of my sweat ended up in my socks. Ugh. Welcome to sweat talk. with Seth and <laughs> It was real bad. And so I do wish that I had had a, a, a some way to, to change that because the blisters were, were significant. And then yeah. we had to walk around Disney world for a week afterwards. So right. uh, that and was, you that wore was the same pair of socks the whole time. no, no, but the blisters don't go away just because you stopped running the race. Do you know how blisters work? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. 150 episodes in, and this, this podcast is, has changed. It's, it, you've changed. <laughs> so, well, and if you're like, guys, I don't understand why we're talking about this. Uh, you got to understand that also in this movie, there's uh, blisters for, that happen from uh, weird demon scorpions that fly through the sky i i don't understand guys we happening. are avoiding talking about this terrible <sighs> terrible movie that we watched yeah it's 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 not great it's, it's not really great. not so so here's what happened yeah um we were talking about content as we do and we looked at the calendar and we looked at the calendar and it's october october 30th the day that you're listening to this yeah hopefully um uh, <laughs> if things don't go Completely sideways. Uh, like, hey, let's do a Halloween episode. Something right. kind of spooky. Something kind of kind of yeah. something. Well, and, we and we talked about spooky movies. Yeah. a couple episodes ago, and like neither one of us are real big on spooky movies. Correct. We don't we don't like to watch them. Yeah. So we had to find one on Pure Flix yeah. to watch. Yeah, because it's going to be safer, right? Right. Uh, and it's going to, I mean, safer in some in, ways. In some ways. Um. So uh, <laughs> this one, uh, Pure Flix also knows that it's October and it's a spooky month. Yes. And so they put this on the, the like for you section. They sure uh, did. And, and okay. Like, I, huh, I'm, I'm going to send that to Seth. Maybe we'll watch this. Now, the name of the movie is The Remaining, which yes. welcome to the show. You can see the title. I understand how podcasts work. Calm down. <laughs> the name of the movie is called The Remaining. Do, Re- we, do mm, we understand? Um, well, well, I understand the logistics. I don't understand how it works. I, hello, internet. That's isn't that weird? We're it's so weird. Yeah, we're oh, if so, I if I get like too meta, like yeah. think about it too much, it's 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 too much. Yeah, it's really weird when you're like, <clears throat> why do, why are people in Africa listening to this uh-huh. show? <laughs> what? Why? What? What? A mistake has been made. <laughs> what? <laughs> why are you saying that that way? Cool whip, whip, whip. <laughs> weird i'm sorry you know what that's from it's from family family guy, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, but do you know why are you saying that why am i saying what what way i don't know that's from I've hot never... rod <laughs> a movie we should have watched instead of this one <laughs> <laughs> you guys how many minutes in are we and we are like way 
playoff. Well, I'd like to give, I'd like to tell you exactly how many, but we might have had to cut out we've about already, a minute or so. We've already had to make edits. Technical difficulties. <laughs> right. Technical difficulties. Not user error. Technical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, user error. Okay, so here's this movie, okay? Yeah. The movie is. Um, uh, do you want me to read my storyline? Oh my goodness, I completely forgot. Yes. Hello, we have a formula for I our apologize. movie reviews. Let's go ahead and do, I pulled it up and everything. Do the thing as is our custom. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. This is strangely like perfect. Yeah. Okay. Get to it. I'm about okay. to. <laughs> Give me a minute. A supernatural thriller that addresses questions of life, love, and belief against an ap- apocalyptic background. Backdrop. <laughs> you're 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 losing it. You're losing it. Circle back around. Circle back. Here we, try again. Here we go. A supernatural thriller that addresses questions of life, love, and belief against an apocalyptic backdrop. A group of close friends gather for a wedding, but the celebration is shattered by a series of cataclysmic events and enemies foretold by biblical end times prophecies. The survivors face a horrifying, uncertain future as they scramble for safety. But as their world collapses around them in chaos and terror, will they choose real life through faith or just try to survive? I just want to say thank you to uh, John Car- Carpenter's Halloween theme for uh, for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, by sponsor, <laughs> by that I mean you didn't sue us for using it, so I appreciate that. Uh, great, great, much much better music than anything in this movie. Uh, also, Does this movie even have music? Um, I I literally don't remember any. You know what? Most Christian movies have just like unrelenting music. The fact that I don't remember music is probably a good thing. And it might be hard to put music behind it because they tried real hard to do a Blair Witch style thing with this. Sure did. Um, Everything is like handheld camera. Yeah. um, Until it's not. uh, Until you need an establishing shot. Right. And then there's other video. When they have to make a point. Yeah. 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 So... um, a great tool, a great storytelling mechanism. I, I it, it's nice because um a a good a good camera that's used in film would catch things that are happening around them. The phone conveniently can miss things but also kind of heighten the the scare of the whole right. thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that they actually used it really well. I I mean mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't hate the 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 storytelling device of the handheld cell phone video footage for everything. N- no, that, that was uh pretty far down on the list of things I didn't like about yeah. this movie. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good. <laughs> lots um, of other things. So it's a wedding. Higher up. Uh, yeah. Starts with a wedding. Dan and Skylar are getting married. Yeah. Uh, Waspy McWaspersons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't worry. There is one black person in the movie. It's the one black friend, Lauren is yeah. in the movie. She's part of like the, uh, there's like three guys, three girls. You have Dan and Skylar and then you have uh, Jack and Allison that are that are shipped together. But mm-hmm. Tommy's got a crush on Allison. Spoiler right. alert. For a and long then, time. Yeah. And then Lauren is also, also there. Um, the, 
they make a big point about how this wedding is not happening at a church, mm-hmm. even though her parents really want. By the way, her parents were inappropriately affectionate with each other they in front were, of people. They were feeling very um, the love yeah. from the wedding. Yeah, was flowing through them. Yeah, towards each other. Yeah, they they were uh, like stealing away to the, go to their hotel room when things went sideways. They were they were slow dancing to a, a hip hop song. You know, like you do. Like you do. Or worship sometimes. <laughs> Are we? Back away. Back away slowly. Okay. Moving so, on. So, um, so yeah, this, uh, so that, that's going on. And uh, Tommy is the guy with the camera. He's yeah. the, he's the intrusive camera friend. Right. Um, question. Are yeah. Tommy and Jack... Uh, brothers, I kind of felt like they were at the beginning, but now I'm not sure. And I know this is not important to the the overall plot yeah. of the movie. Yeah. But it's more interesting to me than the plot of the movie. Yeah, okay, I, I understand. So uh, I, I should give like a, I should give a trigger warning now before we go too much further into this, the, yeah. the, the thing. If, uh, <clears throat> if you are scarred, in your evangelical growing up mm-hmm. because of rapture movies, uh-huh. you should not watch this movie. Well, you know, mental health experts have actually coined a term. <gasps> rapture anxiety. Yes. Is a real yeah. thing. So here's the thing. If you ever woke up on, uh, on a random morning in mm-hmm. the summertime and you walk through your house and it was dead quiet and you couldn't find anybody. Find a single and soul. you thought the rapture has happened and I've been left. And you called the most spiritual person that you know mm-hmm. to see if they answered. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have rapture anxiety <laughs> and you, you should probably deal with that in some way, shape or form. This one uh, really plays off of that. It literally yeah, it like the person who wrote it had to have think thought, okay, um, as a Christian, what's the scariest thing possible? Literally. Getting left behind. Uh, yeah, but that's really lame. Like, Kirk Cameron already did all that. Yeah. Okay, what if we did something kind of gritty and kind of, you know, R-rated and t- maybe even TDMA? I mean, no, no, no. What if we did some gritty? Oh. And they're like, well, that was called The Leftovers. We already did that. That was, in, <laughs> that was on HBO. Okay, well then, uh, what if we did it, but like made it like a horror movie and like made monsters and stuff like that? Ooh, that might be good. Okay, well, uh, we don't have the budget to like make monsters and stuff. What if we did it like Blair Witch Project? Cool, write it. And they shot it the next week, and that's this they movie. Next week. That's this movie. That's this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. So they uh so here's here's how they did this one different than any other rapture movie I've ever seen. Tommy is filming, by the way, inappropriately filming filming this mom and dad getting very suggestive with each other. That's actually correct. <laughs> why, like, Still why are they standing so close together? Because they're married. No, that's not realistic. That? That's not realistic. Your daughter just got married. Line. It should have been at the church. Uh, it's her choice, even if it's not what we wanted. And Skylar always gets what she wants. Like mother, like... Did you feel that? It just got so cold. And they both just fall over dead. And then their eyes turn like weird milky white color. And here's the thing. The rapture doesn't happen by 
everybody disappearing. The rapture happens by everybody just drops dead. Their souls leave their body and the... the Their carcass remains. <laughs> yep. I explained the premise to Julie. You know what her first thought was? Probably more accurately what's going to happen. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I said. Like... I'm not kidding. That is exactly what I said. Like, have we ever, like, established this before? No. Like, is there anything biblically that's wrong with this? No, there's not. In fact, it's the reason that I say it's probably more biblically correct is it, it says that we'll have glorified bodies. Yeah, okay. So... I assume that the the earthly body that we have will be no more. At least, I, I think everyone just kind of assumed that it would like disintegrate. But why wouldn't it just be left? Um, the only thing that I can think of is when it talks about um, that there's going to be two people walking down the street and mm-hmm. one person will be there. Like, right. you know, like that's the only kind of thing that and I can... And it does say we'll be caught up together with him in the clouds. That kind of could indicate that okay so like the dead in christ rising uh-huh. I'll, I'll say like uh, oh hey can we talk about uh since it's halloween week um spooky bible things mm-hmm. um hey there's zombies in the bible isn't that interesting like when jesus came back to life he brought a bunch of other people with him and so people who were dead were like just walking around yeah. and nobody ever talks about that nope. like freaking zombies Doesn't are in the mentioned. bible Ne- never once like nobody ever talks about it no. so that's cool um but yeah so it could be that just like everybody's soul leaves their bodies and it's just like gone. Yeah. It was, it was intense. And then so it it wasn't the panic of everybody's gone. It was the panic of why did all these people just effing die? Just die out of nowhere. And then you see the government twisting it and being like, there was a, virus and blah blah like all this other stuff mm-hmm. it was covid where's, where's the button nope dang it wrong buttons there it is covid19 that did it you know so yeah and, and then well it get it gets creepier i don't know all of the kids immediately oh, because they hadn't reached the age of they have not of the, accountability of accountability which is a thing it's a real thing uh <laughs> sorry that was the gas coming out because it's bull um it's a real thing right and so uh so how about you don't uh, think it is i don't well, okay that's fair that's fair it, before <clears throat> we establish that seth and i agree on everything we don't agree on we anything. don't agree <laughs> on most things, on uh, these things. like when the lady came in pregnant Oh, I knew I was, what was gonna happen. I was like, oh no, this is gonna be weird. This is not good because if that baby, uh, again, if the evangelical line is that baby has a soul from the time that it's conceived, uh-huh. then it would have been caught up as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So what is gonna happen with that baby body? Yeah. Oh no, it's bad. Oh, it was, it felt oogie. They also looked at all these things in scripture about like uh, the end times prophecy monster things. Okay, so let's talk about yes, that. Yes, please. Okay, so a big part of this movie was, and I don't know, do you do you watch movies with the captions on? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I always do. Yeah. 100%. Um, sometimes I'm snacking and I can't hear, so I have to read the. Hold on. So the premise of the reason that you watch shows with the captions on <laughs> is because your chewing is so loud within your own stinking face. Have you holes. ever eaten like kettle chips? 
There, it's loud. It's loud in your head. Are you uh, telling me that you don't hear the crunching of I'm potato saying, chips in I'm your head? I'm saying I, I sure, I absolutely. But also, that's not why I watch things with cat. I'm not like I plan on eating this so loud that I will not be able to hear the television. That's not why I <laughs> <do> either. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny. I watch it because my dad has watched it with captions since I was a. Child. Of course, of and course. So We've I, talked about it. I yeah, can't. Yeah, we're I, captioning. Now people. I can't not. It's something that happens magically when you're turn 30. Yeah. You just turn on captions just turn them on all the time. And just leave them on. Yeah, we're might as on well. always. Yeah. On always. Yeah. Um, anywho, Unless you're watching sports or the news because it falls too far behind and right, just drives you crazy. Yeah. So you take it off then. And then, because when I'm watching the news and I see the captions, I always imagine someone like typing furiously. Furiously typing. And. And that used and to be the, mistakes and like backing up. That used to be the way that it was. I know. And now it's Siri. So thanks for <laughs> thanks for that. Go ahead. Sorry. Anywho, yeah. So you you kept seeing shrill trumpet sound. Shrill, shrill trumpet sound. Yeah. So it was taking. So I I went in in preparation for this episode. Mm-hmm. I went and read the chapters in Revelation that talked about the trumpet. I am so impressed with your level of preparation. Well, you should be. <clears throat> so that wasn't a dig. <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't do it at all. So I'm happy you did. <laughs> Gosh, shots fired every week. Um, Every week. It wouldn't be the show if there weren't shots fired. Um, So I got to, uh, so I read, I read the first four trumpets are, a third of the sea, a third, of, like all of those things. And then you get No, no, to- I don't know all those things. Oh, okay. Well, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, because I want to pause right quick. Uh, let me just uh, talk about eschatology, just to the, the best that I can. Um, I was talking to my dad this week, and he was talking about how in his Bible, in his Sunday school class, because he still has a Sunday school class, like mm-hmm. they, their church still does, which isn't that kind of cool? Baptist. So um, We have Sunday school classes. You don't go to them, but we have them. We have like connect like there there's a still called sunday school oh, yeah okay. that's what i'm saying so um so they've been doing uh they did like a series through daniel and then a series through revelation mm. so and i said hey can i just be honest with you um that interests me not at all huh. i i have zero interest in in time prophecy things and my son was hearing like jonathan heard me say this and he kept real quiet he let mm-hmm. me finish my conversation with my dad and my dad was like yeah i get it and and i'm like the older i get the more i realize that i kind of don't like if it's going to happen it's going to happen mm-hmm. i i don't need to try to figure it out sure and uh and so i don't trust anybody that's got a graph i don't trust anybody that's got uh got a timeline or a calendar it just if it happens it happens when it happens it happens Paul was certain Jesus was going to come back in his lifetime. Yeah. And so a lot of what Paul wrote is in the light of the end times mm-hmm. and maybe don't apply throughout the last 2000 years. They really apply to either that time or the end times. There are some things that are like that, not everything. So, um, so we had talked about that hang up and Jonathan goes, I'm sorry, revelation doesn't interest you. And I was like, yeah, he goes, it's stuff that's gonna happen. And I'm like, let's go, Jonathan. I was like, but he's school your dad. I he, like it. He's he's my little evangelist. I, I love like, it. I understand that it's gonna happen. So why do I need to know about it? Because it's important. It's gonna happen. You need to know what's gonna happen. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, and I said, can I tell you my my issue with it is that John the Revelator, if he had seen an iPhone he wouldn't know what to call it. He would call it magic glass, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, if he had seen a car, he wouldn't know what to call that. 
He just wouldn't know. If he had seen a helicopter, he wouldn't know, he wouldn't have the words for that, right? Yeah. So I think that a lot of the stuff that he wrote, he used the best words. But God told him what to write. I agree with you. Uh, yes, every word is God breathed and profitable. Yes, I understand. Um, but some things God showed him and told him to write down, and he used his best language. And I'm not saying that it wasn't inspired. I'm just saying that that there's probably some things that we don't understand. And so there's probably some imagery there that he did his best with the language of the day, and we try to make it fit into today. And I've heard for the past 40 years that when John said this, he meant this, and now that thing doesn't exist anymore. And so like, you just kind of have to have to think about it. That's why I don't try to figure it out. Like, it's okay. It's okay. I don't have to figure it out. And so we kind of came to, to that point and Julie was sitting there and he, she goes, John, why does it matter? And he's like, because it's in the Bible. I'm like, I love it. I love it. I mean, I it. He's agree not wrong. He he's is, not wrong. He's completely right. He's not wrong. He's completely right. And just so we, because just because we may not uh, be looking at it through the same lens, if it's included in the Bible, yeah, I th- does that mean that we should just because just because we don't know how to completely interpret it, yeah. does that mean that we just shouldn't even try or shouldn't care? Yeah, it's not, and it's not that I don't care. It's I mean, that that's what you said. It, it just interests me not at all. It doesn't. It doesn't interest me. Yeah. So, uh, and and here's and here's the thing. I live like Jesus is coming back today, yeah. and I work like Jesus is never coming back. Sure. And if you do those two things, you're covered. Sure. All right. So there's my there's my eschatology talk. Now I say all that to say to set up whatever you're about to talk uh-huh. about because the descriptions that are in the Bible uh-huh. are vague enough that these cats decided we're gonna we're going to ex- make it as extreme as possible. Sure. Yeah. Um, but even with that, yeah. they got some things pretty wrong. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I know we're not surprised by that, yeah. but I mean, when I was reading it, I went, that's not how they described it at all. Okay. So, okay. So the first, so there's, there are seven trumpets. There are seven angels. When the, the final seal is broken, um, there are seven angels with seven trumpets and each trumpet ushers in something else. Okay. Got it. So uh, the first angel blew his trumpet and hail and fire mixed with blood were thrown down to the earth, which we saw. Yeah. Huge things of Huge, hail. I'm talking big, about the size of cars. Yes. Yeah. Gigantic. Yeah. Um, the second angel blew his trumpet. A great mountain of fire was thrown into the sea. A third of the water in the sea became blood. A third of all living things in the sea died. And a third of all the ships on the sea were destroyed. Okay. We didn't get a chance to see, didn't that, see that because they were stuck in a library. Right. Okay. Uh, the third angel blew his trumpet. A great star fell from the sky, burning like a torch. It fell on one third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star was bitterness. It made one of the uh, one third of the water bitter, and many people died from drinking the bitter water. I don't think we got to see that. Nope, okay. I don't remember that. Okay. Uh, then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and one third of the sun was struck, and one third of the moon, and one third of the stars, and they became dark. And one third of the day was dark, and also one third of the night. Okay, so we did see. We did see that it's mostly dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so then comes the fifth trumpet. Yeah, and uh, five, six, and seven are ushering in terrors. Okay. All right. So the fifth angel blew his trumpet and I saw a star that had fallen, uh, to the earth from the sky and he was given a key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. Okay. When he opened it, smoke poured out as though from a huge furnace and the sunlight and air turned dark from the smoke. Okay. And then locusts, 
came from the smoke and descended on the earth, and they were given power to sting like scorpions. Okay. Which we saw. Yes. The bride, uh, Skylar, was snatched up. Yeah. When she fell back down to earth, she had a, a... Whatever, a wound. A scorpion sting. Yes, yeah, yeah. on her back. Okay. So so what this movie did is they, they made locusts super big and gave them scorpion tails. <laughs> well, because that's that's what the Bible says. Yeah, yeah. That's so how the like, Bible let, describes let, them. Let's make it as extreme as possible. It I love says it. they had gold crowns on their head and their faces looked like human faces. Which they, we saw. Which we saw. They had hair like women's hair and teeth like the teeth of a lion. They wore armor made of iron and their wings roared like an army of chariots rushing into battle. We hear that. They had tails that stung like scorpions and for five months they had the power to torment people. They definitely did. Okay, so here's the part that the movie got wrong. That is very explicitly said here. Okay. Uh, It says, um, they were told not to harm the grass or plants or trees, but only the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. The seal of God on their foreheads. Yes. Okay. They were told not to kill them, but to torture them for five months with pain, like the pain of a scorpion sting. In those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. Okay. How many people did we see die after well, the fifth trumpet was okay. was blown? So the thing, the whole premise of this movie is that what these locusts are hunting down is faith. Right. Any once you have faith, you that that's what they're hunting down. But that's not what the Bible says. Well, oh, clearly. So, so you're. <laughs> you're but no, already, I'm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like they they took. Uh, they even had the the left behind pastor because yeah. there's always one. Yep. Yep. There's there's one who's preached but was not right. fully. Yeah. Um. Fully committed. He fully committed. Yeah. Right. Um. They even have him quote this. That's yeah. how I knew where to start. Yeah. I mean, he says Revelation 9. I'm like, I mean, I would have found it eventually, but I knew exactly where to go. And he... Qu- I know he how to Google. ...quotes it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. He he literally quotes it and describes them, reads the verses yeah. or quotes the verses that describes them. Yeah. But it was just a couple of verses ahead that, that it says they were says told that, not to harm. Yeah. Uh, or they only the people who did not have the seal of God. On their head, on their foreheads. What 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 is the seal of God on their foreheads? I mean, we don't know. It we doesn't say. Yeah, so we get. Let's figure that out. But let's go and get it on there now. At, What's the, <laughs> at the end, he says they're drawn to the to the faith. To the faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're drawn to. Yeah, yeah. And we see, you know, they're well, playing. Amazing and what Grace. they're trying to do is they're trying to stamp out faith so it doesn't spread. So mm-hmm. as soon as you have someone who's willing to believe and to share then that's when they got to go right that's the the premise of the of the movie i get it and it's wrong it's the exact opposite of what the right. of what the book says we understand the book's better than the movie we get it always <laughs> it's always, always it's always better especially in this case we have a weird love triangle where tommy's into whatever her name is i it doesn't her name matter. is Allie. sure um <laughs> I believe you. I just watched this last night, so it's a little fresher for me. Yeah, than I'm so sorry. We have the weird recluse that shows up that wasn't part of anything to complete the the, the six, the team of six. And here's the reason is mm-hmm. because um, Lauren, the one person of color in this movie, she dies within the first seven minutes because it's a horror movie and a black person has to die. Uh, well, first. because she was a Christian. She well, was the only one in the friend group that was a Christian. Yes. And she was also the only black person who was a Christian. So... 
this did you see anybody else? Do you see anybody else? Do you see a single other person of color sure, in this I'm movie? I'm sure there were other ones. I'm I'm sure there were. Let's go back uh, and rewatch. The re-watch nurse. It. Boom. The nurse. Here's the thing. It Can I can I just be completely honest with you? Sure. I really enjoyed no, this movie. You did. Not. I did. I really enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that they made the most of everything they had with it. Uh-huh. Like they, they, they used every trope. They uh, were inventive with a storyline. They did a rapture movie that is unlike any rapture movie I've ever seen. And we've watched several. A lot. We've watched show. too many. More than we would have liked. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, it's so, it's so interesting the way that they have it. Like there's monsters, there's uh, unexplained death, there's all this other stuff. And you have people who know and who are doing every, and, and, and you see a Bible disintegrate into dust in front of like there it's, it's super creepy. You have uh, exorcism of Emily Rose vibes. You have uh, 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 monster, normal monster movie vibes. You have Blair Witch Project yeah. vibes. You have all the vibes of all these different genres in a faith-based movie that, uh, that kids shouldn't watch, but like <laughs> it is rated PG 13. It is guys. rated PG 13. My daughter, uh, I was watching it between two of her dance classes and she was like, what's this? And came over and like took out an earbud of my ear and put it in her ear and got to hear someone, uh, uh, someone's shoulder get dislocated. And she's like, Oh no. And she just, <laughs> she's like, she's like, good choice. Hard, hard pass. Uh, I feel bad for letting her do that in the first place, but it, it is what it is. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I really did. I mean, it it was not what I was expecting. Yeah. Um some of it was, obviously. Like we said, the tropes, the the some of it was very much, but it was shockingly perfect for an October Halloween weekend a, a episode. Cr- a Christmas Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> oh, it's so not. it's so dumb. It's just it was I mean, so crazy. All right. So a couple of the questions that we ask, right? Um, one is, uh, you know, is there a sermon in the movie? Yes. Sure. Yeah, there's sermons. Yeah, Are there people, absolutely. you know, finding a time to read Bibles? You know, people make a decision, they get saved. Yeah. Is there a magical black man in this movie? No. No, there sure isn't. Um, is it written and directed and or produced by the same person? Um, yes. Yeah, sure is. It is both directed and written by Casey LaScala. And who's that? Casey LaScala, believe it or not, produced Donnie Darko, Cypher, A Walk to Remember, and The Remaining. That's and right. Then, and then uh, 12 years later, yeah. after A Walk to Remember, yeah. she's uh, like, you but know she what? Was, you know what I don't have in my list of movies? But, um, she also did. Uh, she also produced Amity: The Awakening, which is another okay. another horror movie. The uh, she she wrote the story. She kind of did the story of it, and then she was helped by Chris Dowling with the screenplay. Um, and Chris Dowling wrote like Blue Miracle, Run the Race, Priceless, Where Hope Grows, a bunch of like um, like faith based films. Uh-huh. So she got a friend who was like, "Hey, let's get the Bible part kind of good." And, and see what happens. Sort of so, right. Yeah, sort of right. But she had the storyline. Um, she just needed to know like what the monsters look like. So anyway, uh, again, I like the movie. Okay, what else, what else do we have? Um, would you show this to your parents? Absolutely not. Actually, you know what? 
I wouldn't. There's nothing. There's no reason not to show it to my parents. Yeah. However, for anyone who knows my mom and Pastor Al, because that's how they're known on the show, they would both be like, "Why are what are we watch? Why are we watching this?" I think. Can I be honest with you? I think that I think Pastor Al would actually enjoy parts of it. I think that he'd be like, "Hmm, that's interesting." Maybe. I think that he would the the. He would find interesting the 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 take that they mm. did on some things like oh sure. everybody died okay yeah like he'd be like don't have a problem with it yeah <laughs> you no know what I'm no no but, theological issues no, <laughs> it'd be like um but but I guarantee that the uh, locust attacking believers he'd uh-huh. be like that that's, that's not, not right. right that's not right and he would he would quote it what yeah. was wrong so um, I mean uh, would you show this to your kids here's the thing. I mean, besides what you've already shown to your... I would not mind them as teenagers, like after 13. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Jill could probably watch this. I would protect her from the uh, the tra- the rapture trauma. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to protect my kids from that just in general. So no, but I don't have a problem with them watching the actual movie. It's the, it's the subject matter. Does that yeah. make sense? If it wasn't about the rapture... If they didn't try to make it about the rapture, right? Everything else is kind of a fun horror movie. Yeah, you know, I'm not you mad know, at it. Uh, just to talk about rapture trauma, I 100% had the. You know, you talk about waking up. Mine always happened on a Saturday. Yeah, and I'd wake up. I we had a two story house. I was in the top floor, especially after my brother went off to college. I was upstairs by myself, and. I can't tell you how many Saturdays I woke up and the house is completely silent and I would lay there and think, huh, I wonder if rapture happened and I got left. But I don't feel traumatized from any of that because it didn't take me more than 30 seconds to go, well, no, I I know I'm a Christian. So I know that I'd be taken along with them. Yeah, you had uh, more loving pastors than what... Well, a lot dad, of people had, so. yeah. Uh, you know, we were told, you know, if you sin once and God comes back between the time you've sinned and repented, you, you're you going to go to hell. Like our salvation was that losable. We weren't raised Baptist. We were raised full Pentecostal. Every hmm. Sunday you get saved again. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah, we had to, we, we've had to deconstruct that in a healthy way. Yeah, for sure. That's what, that's what deconstructed, you know, Faith should sure. be. It should be deconstructing all the garbage that isn't actually Absolutely. in there, yeah. but like holding on to like the the, mm-hmm. the real stuff. Um, none of this is real stuff in the remaining, but it's it's still. I thought it was thoroughly enjoyable. Isn't that crazy? That is that crazy. is insane. It always happens though. Yeah, I'm, I'm like this is going to be terrible. Yes, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. No, every time I send you a movie that I yeah. think Seth is going to hate this, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be so mad. And you watch it first, yeah. and then I watch it, yeah. and and you'll like send me, like text me one like yeah. one text message. Yeah. Like, this is what you sent me. This movie. That's it. And then, like, I don't know, five minutes later, it's triggering. It, it is triggering. Literally, that's all you said. It, and so I'm did, like, oh, man, trigger. he hates this movie. Yeah, he's, it, gonna be, he's not going to let me pick out any movies ever again. No, no, no. I, I, and then we me, get here. It triggered me because it's so good. Like it's scary. Yeah. It's so good. I, what I enjoy was the it. Other movie that was that way. And there was another one that was shocking to me that you liked it. Oh, I don't remember. You're you're just full of surprises <laughs> and some other stuff too. But I'm, surprises. Let's get into the B. Oh no, not the bees! 
Tons of beef! Ah! I can't help it that I'm a walking contradiction and an enigma <laughs> of a man. I don't know. And just a lovable goofball. I'm a lovable goofball. Pentecostal man takes pre-workout before church service. I mean, listen. Um, first of all, do you need more Pentecostal men like this in your life? I sure do. This dude, this dude is. I just uh, need a couple. I, I, just, I just need one. Just let's just be honest. Ah, guy. Ah, single, singular, and single. <laughs> and single, singular guy. Singular, single guy. So, um, yeah, this guy. This, However, his last name is not my favorite. Twibbins? Twibbins. Sam Twibbins? Is that better than Rover? So uh, that's it. I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's just it's just funny because Pentecostals, man, we know how to get down. Just get, saying. You get down. Oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. Ah! All right. I already told you my not for me. So what is your not for me? Uh, so I have, an, I have a not for me um, regarding this movie, actually. So I started taking notes when I was watching the movie. And I only got one thing written down before the movie was over. Okay. Um, and it was at the very beginning, before yeah. before the rapture happened. Okay. It was during the wedding, during the wedding reception. Yeah. And I asked the question, why was everyone standing so close during the first dance? Right. Did you notice that? What is, why? It, it, establishing shots are hard to get. So it we got- was awkward. Yeah. In the worst possible. First dances are anyway. Yeah. I'm not a fan of them at all. I've never been to a wedding and people who have gotten married that I've been to your wedding and you're like, sure, you liked my... No, I didn't. I think first dances are awkward and uncomfortable and nobody likes them. Yeah. Have your first dance later. You don't have it's, to... Why do you have to do it in front of everyone? What's the point? Well, I think that your argument is... Why does it have to be a special occasion that it's a first dance and everybody has to watch you do a first dance? Yeah, I agree with that. You can't do your first dance later because then when everybody's dancing, you're not allowed to dance. I mean, so, so I get it. I mean, also it's weird. First, first dance. And then the daddy daughter dance is always weird. Uh, and the mother son dance. It's just, all those things are weird. Like uh, just go have a good time. I'll tell you my, uh, my, favorite wedding dance situation I've ever mm-hmm. been a part of was everybody was doing, um, what's the name of the, to the front, to the front. No. Cha-cha slide. Cupid shuffle. I don't Cu- know. One of those two. One of either the, either the cha-cha slide or the Cupid shuffle. Uh, I edited out the part where I made noises. So thank you for that. Uh, so, uh, and everybody's out on the dance floor and Frida Chadwick is standing on the outside. And I'm like, you know what? And this was back when she was the principal of my kid's school. Mm-hmm. And she's an older lady. And she's short. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm very tall. I'm like, I bet you I can get Miss Chadwick to come dance with me. <laughs> and got her out on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did Cupid Shuffle, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because the cha-cha slide is the da-da-da-da. Right? That's right? That's right. I'm leaving that audio in. Because why not? Because why not? So, um, by the way, the fact that it da, 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 you know exactly what I meant. Okay. Everybody clap their hands. That's, that's right. Why, do you, why are you doing over your head? That's kind of weird. Because that's what you have to do. You have to do it over your head? I don't know. Oh, I always do I it do. like down by my right hip. Listen, I, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I right. thought uh, the Cupid shuffle was the Cuban shuffle for a really long time. Well, that's because, have you ever been to a Cuban wedding? I guarantee they were doing it. Guarantee. Sure. Can I tell you I love line dances? 
I want to learn the uh, the new one that's going around TikTok that's to Ed Sheeran's song Shivers. I'm going to learn it. Okay. I want to go line dancing. Who wants to go line dancing with me? Hey, if you want to go line dancing with Andrea, uh, <laughs> hit us up uh, at Dropping Sunday. Actually, that's a show. Let's just get there. That. How do you do it? If you want to reach out to us. <laughs> Your ad dropping Sunday on all the things. Because listen, our thoughts and opinions don't have to be the final word, dear listener. We'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about this garbage movie that's kind of enjoyable. That's really enjoyed. Yeah, you, we are ad dropping Sunday yeah. on Facebook and Instagram. Leave us a comment. Send us a message. And remember, every time you do uh, leave us a uh, like a review or anything on Apple Podcasts or any of your podcast platforms, we give money to a, uh, a charity. Uh, this quarter, we're doing it to a local food bank. Yep. yep. That's it. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about the show and tell them to subscribe because I think we're going to be back next week. I really hope so. Uh, unless the world ends on Halloween, unless in which case, happens. happy Halloween. <laughs> This is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. We are so stupid. We are the biggest dweebs. Very true. Yeah. How's your heart? Fabulous. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I, I it's it's okay. I'm really confused because I don't know what's happening, and it's because uh, I we have the wrong microphones. Um, like literally, like I'm mic two, and it's messing me up. Oh, with everything. you switch? The, do you need to switch the things so we that do. you're the, so that you're not confused? We do. Okay, uh, because the sounds are set. I'm like, why do I sound weird and you sound weird? Oh, don't worry, everybody. It's his first day on the job. Oh, that doesn't make the air. Are you kidding? We're 45 <laughs> seconds in. We're editing crap already. All right. How's your heart? It's fantastic. How is yours? Oh, it, it sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> I totally did that on purpose. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask me again. I won't do that. Yes, you will. Oh, I swear. Okay. How's I your swear. heart? It's oh. <laughs> Wait till I'm done talking. How's your heart? How's your heart? <laughs> Hey Seth, how's your heart? <laughs> it's I'm so tired. <laughs>